You're listening to the Cash Valley Insider, conversations with founders, leaders, and creators about why they live, work, and play in Cash Valley, Utah. The Cash Valley Insider is a production of the Cash Valley Chamber of Commerce. Become a chamber member and learn more at cashchamber.com. Welcome to the Insider Podcast. This is a podcast uh, brought to you by the Chamber of Commerce from Cash Valley, Utah. And I'm Jamie Andrus. I'm the president and CEO of the Cash Valley Chamber. And today I have with me a special guest and one of my, I'm going to say this because I really mean it, one of my favorite people, uh, Jack Nixon, who we featured last year as our citizen of the year and then um, also featured him in our magazine this year. So we're going to make him a movie star yet. (laughs) If he won't go work for Bob Hope, he'll have to just be a local star. <laughs> so, so welcome, Jack. Thank you. Thank you. Um, what, first of all, I'm just going to ask you, I know you weren't born here. So tell us why, why Cash Valley? Why did, you, why did you come to Cash Valley? Why did you stay in Cash Valley? Well, Jamie, um, as I think back about that right now, I, yes, I was born in Colorado and, and I went to school at Brigham Young University and, and I had determined that I didn't want to work for anyone else. I'm sorry to say that. I just have always done my own thing. And You're a true entrepreneur, right? Well, and <laughs> even back in those days, I just, uh, I wanted to do my own thing. So that gave me a lot more liberty or a lot more freedom. Uh, to determine where we would want to live. And um, my wife was from El Paso, Texas, and um, we'd met in the mission field. And uh, she was used, she had no uh, ties with any particular place. And I, having gone to school in in Provo, I kind of liked Provo and uh, we talked about where we wanted to raise our family. And at that time, the one thing about Provo was the Geneva Steel Mill was there and it was emanating a lot of smoke and so on. And, and not that that really bothered me as a young man, but even though I had a lot of friends and contacts there, I that was a factor that I thought, let's look, let's look elsewhere. So in our searching, I needed a job or I needed a place to work. And I was in the car business at that time. I had been selling cars at BYU when I was a student there. And, and I, was, I bought those cars through our dealership that my father had out in Roosevelt. So I said, let's go back to Roosevelt for a year or two at least until we decide where we really want to live. Uh, she wasn't overly excited about that because Roosevelt's kind of a little town out in the basin, but wonderful place to live. And so we went back there for uh, with the idea in mind that we're going to decide where we want to live. And we thought it through. We got a lot of at a number of places and then an opportunity came for us to trade our business in Roosevelt. We were in the automobile business and farm machinery business. And we had a tire capping plant where we retreaded cars or tires. 
we had a garage and service station. We kind of my father and and I with his help, we we assembled a number of businesses that were related that way. We had the Ford Tractor dealership and New Holland Baylor's and anyway. Oh, yeah. But we got a chance to look at a lodge in Logan. And Logan had been one of our one of our hot spots that we really seriously had liked. And then when we got this opportunity for this restaurant and motel lodge up the canyon of Logan, uh, that really piqued our interest. The business we were in out there in the automobile business, and we had the GMC truck business dealership, we had the Mercury Lincoln dealership, we had the car business, and we had these other attending business, the Ford tractor deal and New Holland farm machinery. Anyway, they were related, but they were scattered <laughs> and um, not something that a lot of people would come and offer us money for. But we ran into Glenn Baugh, who was the one of the only three realtors in Cash Valley and talked to him about, we thought we like to look for something in, in maybe Cash Valley. And he says, I've got just a place for you. He says, I've got a restaurant motel up the canyon called Zanvu Lodge. That pricked my interest uh, because my family had owned Jacob Lake, Arizona, which is a tourist stop on the way to the North Rim of the Grand Canyon. And I'd spent six summers down there you already knew the business. <laughs> and I, I, it wasn't something that was totally foreign to, yeah, to us. We knew the restaurant business somewhat, yeah. and the lodging business. So. And then to really make it good, Glenn said, the fellow that owns Zanavu Lodge, his name is Nix. My name was Nixon. And I thought, golly, I, I want to find out about this guy. Yeah. Where's he from? And he was from Texas. Huh. And he'd taken it on a trade, and he had no attachment up here in Cash Valley, and he wanted to get rid of it. And um, we kind of wanted to sell, send, sell our various businesses, but it was easy for him to sell our various businesses easier than it was for him to sell the lodge and the restaurant up here, oh. because he could sell our cars off at the auction, he could sell our farm machinery off, discount prices and the tire can all, sure. all those businesses yeah. were easy to disseminate and sell them in pieces yeah. and turn yeah. them to cash. So he solved his problem in being able to get cash out of our businesses. Mm -hmm. And we were not a bit afraid of the restaurant and motel business because both, and my father had been one of the originators of Jacob Lake also oh, when he yeah. and my mother were married clear back in the depression. So they knew the restaurant business also. Yeah. So anyway, uh, both families decided we'd move to Logan Cash Valley and take over Zanville Lodge. So this is kind of one of the places we wanted to come. We liked the business. We loved the setting on the river up there in the mountain, mouth of the mountain. 
So that's a long answer to. But it's a yes, and it's a beautiful. It was a beautiful place. Yes, it's, it's not what it was now, it's but <laughs> it's a little different. But I can remember um, seeing it, going there when I was younger. Even, even as a college student, it was kind of a really exclusive yeah. place to go yeah. to dinner, and uh, yeah, it, had a lot of weddings and weddings and, like that. and yep. yeah, that's mm -hmm. neat. I know you have some some roots to chamber to and connections to the chamber that go back to Zanavu. Did you tell me that um, maybe you were you were a member of the chamber when you owned Zanavu? Or were you the chairman or the president, something like that? No, I it was, was a, the president of the junior chamber. The junior of chamber commerce. of commerce, okay. And that was restricted to people under 35 years of age. We when you become 35 and you were a member of the junior chamber, you become what they call an exhausted rooster. <laughs> and so they, <laughs> so they kick you out of the chamber. Okay. They, and it was called the JCs, it right? It was called the JCs. <laughs> the junior chamber. Okay. Yeah, so the natural next step was to stay with the chamber. And uh, yeah. I graduated as an exhausted rooster. <laughs> I want you to tell me about the JCs because um, you have some interesting, an interesting story about the JCs that you and I have already talked about. I'd love for you to tell me, remind me again of you know your connection to the JCs, and I did not realize this. I must have skipped over it in your magazine article, but you were the outstanding young man of America no, for the JCs. No, right. Is that right? Well, we were looking for. I was at the bottom of the list. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's yeah. you're such. Okay. JCs used to like to, we used to like to puff our chest out a little bit and think we were more than we really were. And yes, uh, we we elected an outstanding young man of the JCs each year. And so I was, I did. After everyone else in the club had had it, then they, they called. Okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> and then what? Well, um, you want me to tell you about the JCs? Oh, no, that... I just wanted to tell me about this award. So you were just the outstanding what year for here, or were you Utah? It's in America. Did you go on to be chosen as a... We could have added any kind of a handle on that that made us think you were good because... <laughs> Because I was probably the president that year. Okay. I don't know what I, I don't, it wasn't America. Okay. There were, I'm sure there were way more out than Oh, people. that's awesome. But, yeah. No, so tell me about the group, though, when you first joined the, the JCs. Well, it was just a fun group, uh, young people getting together, and most of us all married. But, but the JCs were prominent throughout the state of Utah. And so even in southern Utah, Salt Lake area, we would have state conventions mm -hmm. and and quite often we'd host them here in Logan or we'd maybe Heber or Cedar City, wherever we had an energetic group, they would bid for the having the state convention there. And we had it here two or three times. Uh, we, we had an active group. We had a lot of stuff go on and we just... Um, <laughs> Uh, I, I I don't want to get off into telling you some of the things we did do because 
<laughs> well, let me ask you about the, the group of JCs. So when, when you have the state convention, tell me about how any JC member from any chapter would come, right? Yeah. So when, when they came to Logan, was that 100, 200? Oh, yeah. uh, we more? would have uh, between 100 and 200, somewhere in that area. Okay. I remember, uh, I remember when we had here, and um, some of them would come a little bit lit up, if you know what I mean. They were, they were away from home. They were ready to be and on vacation. Were, and we had, uh, we had a fellow that was uh, coming through the line, through the, the food line that we, we had kind of had a barbecue set up. But anyway, my wife was serving the food helping serve and this guy came along and he he liked the looks of her kind of like i and i didn't anyway and he started to flirt with her a little bit i remember she said he got a little bit too friendly and um, she said you keep going down the line or i'm going to tell my husband and um, he was laughing and joking with her and i wasn't even there i was off doing something else and she, she looked around trying to find me and she couldn't find me but there was a fellow there by the name of George what was George's name anyway he was a big guy he was about 6'4 and he was about 200 pounds and all muscle and he, he happened to be standing just that up on the other side of her and she said to the guy you get on down the line or I'm telling my husband, and he's standing right here, and she pointed to this. Here, <laughs> I was this little runty guy, wouldn't have cared about bothering, worrying about my wife with me when he knew this. So, what a great we story. had all funny, kind of, had lots of fun, um, yeah. and it wasn't a drinking bunch, it was just yeah. a lot of social fun. I'm kind of short, and uh, my wife was a couple inches taller than me. But we got short sheeted in a bed down, down in Kanosh. Uh, <laughs> I don't even and, know where that is for sure. <laughs> and we, we didn't even know it was short sheeted because. We... <laughs> and they, they, people that did it laughed and laughed about that. We just had. You had all, the last laugh, though. We just had all kinds. So we we would go places uh, and do things that young people like to do. We're mostly social, but we had um, we were all people that were doing seeking our place in life, and uh, we worked for banks, and we were we were entry level of our life of our professions. So and it was really fun to meet with other people around the outlying areas of in the state because we made lots of business contacts oh sure lots of networking and so on and so forth people think that networking is gone and dead and that yeah. you can do it with the email and texting but it's not it it's is. exactly the way it used to be yeah. you make a personal relationship by being with people and you know sometimes it's having fun sometimes it's working sometimes but Having fun is certainly a better way to make a relationship, right? Inter interrelating. All with JCs, uh, it was terminated later. I don't remember just when the JCs kind of faded out. We had the, the wiser JC Jills, 
Oh. And the guys were JCs. And then when we got to be 35, we became exhausted roosters. And we had to but, but we had, um, of that group, there are only about maybe 10 couples left that are still alive, some without their spouses that are still alive. We get together still every Christmas. And so we've got a we got another JC event coming up in Christmas time. That we'll, is incredible. We'll hobble into <laughs> wherever place we can get and we'll tell old stories about wow. old fun times. But but it it really enhanced your career, I bet. You made a it, lot of connections, yeah. a lot of good things. Oh yeah. I think uh, you know that is still one of the main things I think chambers are here for is to to really support each other and to network and to help each other i mean and 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 learn from other people's businesses well and and they find business contacts and and are able oftentimes to find a new line of work or a new opportunity of course uh, yeah so a lot of those people ended up working for each other and i i i find myself all the time connecting not necessarily me, but connecting some people to other people that I know. Yeah. Oh, do you know of so-and-so? Oh, I know so-and-so is looking for a, a new job, but, and they're so good. They'll be, they'd be perfect in this business. That's, That's what I love about the chamber really yeah. is just the connections and making connections and learning about other people's businesses. It's just fascinating. To and me. you do so well at that. Well, <laughs> you, <laughs> I really like it. That that makes it easy. <laughs> you can turn the sounds here into a silk purse better than anybody I know. <laughs> well, thank you for saying that. I I really do. I do really find that it's it is really worthwhile. And I had a job where I traveled around for a while when I worked at the university, and I traveled around the world, and I started to meet people. I really loved the people that I met. And I visited a lot of places, but when I would come home, the more I went, the more, the more when I, the more value I could see here, I could, I come back to Cash Valley and I think this is yep. the prettiest place. Yep. I've been to, you know. As you come down out of Sardine Canyon yeah. and you look into that valley, you say, come home. <laughs> I know. And it's just, and it's just beautiful. And the people here are terrific. Um, what, 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 you're. So you've been in the business, in in working. You've got a long career. You're not stopping. I know your phone is ringing in the middle. You got another event after you know another meeting. So, um, what advice would you give to somebody who's who's just starting out of, in a business, maybe in Cash Valley, or maybe anywhere? Of course, I guess it would depend on the type of business, but. Um... It's a great, it's a great place. There's a lot of commonality of the people that do move here and come here uh, beyond just the setting of the mountains and the streams. And five minutes, you can be on a snowmobile and be up in the mountains. And sure enough, uh, you can have a, you can have your fish hook in a stream, but 10 minutes from leaving your bedroom <laughs> or your true. kitchen uh, yeah. and uh, yeah, yeah, you have the, uh, the bridge your land and um, and uh, 
trying to think of what's our what's our ski resort oh beaver mountain beaver mountain yeah. yeah beaver mountains within you know 45 minutes and yeah and you're close to the airport really really uh, yeah it's an hour and 15 minutes to international yeah. airport uh, so you've got uh not only the wonders of the world all around you with the animal kingdom and uh, and then you've got all of the foul alert uh, refuges yeah. uh, with the bear river here and, and you, you just have a, a wonderful place setting plus you've got good commerce here um we do we do the university uh throws off a lot of uh well-educated people and people that have got lots of self-discipline and disciplines to work in and there's a it's just a, a great place to and we got a lot of room to expand uh, and we have a lot of outside businesses that have open plants here like Pepperidge Farm we've got uh, and cheese factories yeah. and you, you know we so there's a lot of opportunities for going with major industries that have offices or um that have their their setting here where you can uh, start and end up maybe back in wisconsin someplace or someplace if you want to climb the ladder right so there's uh, the level of uh, the level of education, uh, the quality of the people, the uh, homogeneity and friendship of the those people that you work with—it's just a wonderful place. And so I'm so happy that we had that opportunity to choose where to go or what to do when we happened to happened to choose Logan because it was one of our favorite places to, to, to look at. So that's and and you you and your business with that began with your dad and then you're you know you got some of have some of your sons joined you in your business? All, all my kids. All your kids. I've had to hire a bunch of them to keep them <laughs> there. But, and uh, they're all I have one son uh that is a CPA that um, currently is a mission president in Brazil. So mm -hmm. he isn't here right now, but he's the smartest one in our family. So we're anxious to get him back. I, I've seen him <laughs> on a pedestal when I worked at USU. He was a celebrity. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's pretty awesome. Well, so we recently had um, the chamber worked with also um, our county economic development director and put the um cash county or greater cash valley economic summit and business business summit together and you were there and you know some of the things that the topics the hot topics are oh you wear you know housing the cost of housing the cost of land do we do we want to expand some people are really in the camp of don't change anything. We don't want, we want to close the doors at Wellsville. We don't want to let anyone in. But it sounds like to me you're not really in that camp. Well, <laughs> or I, are you? No, I, I couldn't 
be in that camp because I'm a developer <laughs> and I built build homes. I, mm -hmm. I have built about 1,500 homes here in the valley. So I go contrary to those <laughs> that want to keep people out. Uh, and those people that come in bring a, a nice uh, touch to our society. They, they come in from different areas and they bring uh, uh, lots of things to us in the arts area and well all all disciplines that come in here have something to offer and that's one thing that helps our little valley is we we really are not uh closed to uh, uh inbreeding i would say <laughs> because we have so many people that are coming to our valley that come from different uh, areas and different disciplines well and it makes it it makes it richer it, it makes us richer one of the reasons during that last 1995 98 you know economy downturn was we we weren't affected as much because we have such diversity we have diverse businesses we don't all have we don't have one giant steel mill that everybody works in and when that, you know, we've got a lot of great businesses, yeah. a lot of great people. And yes, the university really does, you know, is a big anchor of our economy. Yeah, and then and, Ridgeland uh, Technical College is, is really uh, a jewel. A jewel, a gem, it is certainly. And uh, where they can go get a thing, follow a discipline or they can follow a, a trade and, and become proficient in that in even one year or two oh, years right. instead of going through a four-year uh, academic process of trying to get through college and a lot less expensive so that's a that's, that's exactly a, right and I I am a very big fan of Bridgerland Technical College I cheese I tease Chad all the time and say maybe you should just make me an office here. <laughs> he says, you can have an office anytime. <laughs> they give you one of the heartbeat. <laughs> but we, we really have utilized them. They're, they're flexible. They have a lot of opportunities. They're teaching. It's part of what they do to teach the public and help us. And, and it's just, they've been a very good partner. Um, and, and, and USU, of course, I graduated from USU. I worked at USU, but I really love you're, you're right about bringing yeah. up Bridgerland Tech. Thank you for saying that. They're really, really great. Well, and then the extension service of the university, they, they reach True. out to all areas of the state of Utah yeah. and they bring in a lot of richness uh, and they have opportunities in these outlying areas as a result of having the expertise here at the university and extension services. So. Education-wise, it's a great place. The schools are wonderful here yeah, in the Valley. I would agree. I would agree. Let's talk a little bit about the community, um, giving back to the community. Do you find some value in giving back to the community? I'm, I'm, guessing, I'm guessing your answer, but I want to hear what you kind of maybe you could tell me some of the ways you've given back. Well, I don't want to talk about all those things. I mean, I... <laughs> But I, I'm, I'm really not a, I'm not anything special in that regard. I, 
sometimes my secretaries say, how come you're donating to them? Or how come you give away more money than you make? How come you so, and I don't, I'm not saying that mostly at all, but I, th I think that it enriches our own lives as we reach, reach out and share what little we might have knowledge-wise or expertise-wise as we share those opportunities and blessings that we have with those that are surrounding us. And uh, it, it's amazing uh, how that comes back to you. You cast your bread upon the waters and it comes back manifold, many not just uh, financially, but in social and uh, your upgrading of your sociology. Yeah. It, it's night. I just, I like to do things for other people. So I, I like to give back, but I also like to make a living, and I do make a living here, and I make a good living yeah, here. Yeah, it's great. Exactly. Um, we we appreciate what you've done, and we have, we're glad that you're you've been you've been so kind to me since in the last five years that I've been at the chamber, and I know that you've been a chamber fan and that you've supported, and I do think that we are just like, you know, that's our purpose is to just help keep people connected in the business world connected. And well, I already said how much I like doing that. So tell me what, what's your, what's your secret? What's your secret of life and longevity? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you well, look terrific, by the way. If, if, I, can't, I, I know, I know that we made a big deal on the magazine. They put your age right on the cover oh, right on the for screen. somebody, for somebody who is 90, are you still 90, 90, 90 91. 91. And uh, now, now Jamie, <laughs> um, yes, I am 91 years that I've been here on the earth. Um, Mentally, uh, maybe 13 or 14. <laughs> uh, chronologically, I've lasted longer than most of my friends have. And There's I, something to that. You know? I still plan to. You just... I, I still plan to be here for another 10 years. I mean, I, I don't even think of dying. I, I've, yeah. 20 years ago, I came home one day and I said, honey, to my wife, I said, Sweetheart, I, I just bought 20 acres up here above the canal. She says, you what? And I said, I bought this 20-acre piece up here. And she says, well, just what are you going to do with that? And I said, well, someday I want to develop it. It's going to be good development property. She said, you won't even be here 20 years. I'm just now developing that piece of property. Just now. <laughs> and, and we're just starting. I mean, we, we've, we've got 16 finished lots and they're all sold. And we're doing 51 more right now. And, and we just did 101 before that. And so not this in is, that. Is not this in Hyde that. Park? Yeah. Still? Uh -huh. 
yeah. Oh boy, it's just gonna grow and grow. We still got we're gonna we're gonna build a lot of homes there for a long time, and I'm not even thinking of not doing that. So I guess I'm just kind of a small thinker and (laughs) anyway. I think that's great. Do do you have any routine that you think keeps you young? Other or is it just get up and go to work? Staying engaged in work? Well, family. I don't, I don't spend much time on the golf course. I I don't. Uh, I'm not a very good golfer. The only time I go golf is when my boys want to take me out and embarrass me or something. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, I think that I've had a I've had a practice of exercising, and I I do I do now about sixty push-ups a day uh, every three or four week three or four times a week. Um, then I do some squat jumps, and then I lay down on the floor and about die. <laughs> and. Uh, I think that keeping the vascular system moving, mm-hmm. and uh, and I still have about fifty employees, <laughs> and and I I think they like well, at least on payday they they <laughs> like me to come to work, <laughs> and I feel at home there. Anyway, my wife's been gone for ten years, but I don't. I, I don't, I miss her, but I've got lots of, I've got a lot of family that have worked, worked for us. I don't mean immediate family. I mean, our, everybody that we work together are, are family members and adopted or by, or by otherwise. Blood, by blood. <laughs> That's great. So we have a, a fun place to go to work. So when you go to work, it's just like hanging out with your family. It is. It is. It's not work. So <laughs> I want to tell you about, you said something there. Someone asked me the other day, says, when are you going to retire, Jack? And I said, from what? <laughs> and they said, you know, quit working. Do some fun things. And I said, you know, when I think about it, I probably have been retired all my life because I've only done things that I wanted to do and I've enjoyed that and I don't feel burdened as a result of having to make out 50 paychecks every or so I, I I feel it's a privilege and I yeah. and I, I look forward to being able to to help those folks are part of my business family. So, yes. so I'm 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 happy in my work. Number one, right? I got the vascular system moving around. <laughs> I used to do a hundred push-ups a day, and I did those for years. Ever since I got out of the army, I, uh, how, I, I wondered why you why why you did push-ups. Well, my husband, same thing. <laughs> Well, yeah, you learn you that. A, you learn it in the army. Yeah, you yeah. got to do PT every day. Uh, every day, and every time you do something wrong, they want fifty push-ups. Yeah, you could do push-ups <laughs> so, all day long. So anyway, that keeps your blood circulating. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm fortunate. I'm blessed. Uh, I still 
have most of my, I, I have more wisdom than I have real, um, when I say, and I'm not saying that I'm a wise person, but over the years, the things that I have done have contributed to my knowing what I shouldn't do. And so I don't indulge in things that I know I should. We travel a lot. We, you know, I do, I have a great life. Yeah. So, but I think, think I'm going to live for a long time. I think you are too. You, Thank you, you. You, look, Thank you. you look like you're 70 to me. <laughs> and, and you're just, it's just it's just been a pleasure to really reconnect with you and and just have you <laughs> part of the chamber and helping me and mentoring me along a little bit. I just I just want to tell you thank you. You well you and and I've just enjoyed it so much. You're, you're and I love my job too. It's like I so much fun. What would I do at home? I'd be working at home. This yeah. is fun. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to wash dishes and scrub floors. I love I love coming to work, but I love what I do you because do. of people like you. you can tell. It's so great. <laughs> I mean, really. Well, this I'm glad job. I contribute something to you. It's that, so great. I'm glad. It's been <laughs> such a pleasure to kind of have you be in the limelight. I just I'm just gonna keep you up there, aren't I? I'm well, not gonna I, let you do I, I, I am not. I am not worthy of that. Oh, yes, you are. But it's just been so great. And when you told me about the JCs, and then I went to meet one of them, Mr. Jones. Yeah. Tell me his first name again. That's Gary. Gary and, Jones. And Burnett Jones. And, yeah. yeah. He was a CPA and um, prominent. And he started a firm here, Jones Simpkins. Jones Simpkins. Still here. And, yep. Used to be. Yeah. And I really enjoyed it. And he was just. He was just as great as could be. I, I just you I should to, come to our party. And, will you let me? Yeah, we we we'll do that. I would love to come. Now some of us are are kind of crippled up and in <laughs> crutches and wheelchairs. <laughs> I can push your wheelchair. But I'll tell you <laughs> I'd what, love it. we all laugh together again when we start reminiscing oh, about those early days. It's great. It's <laughs> great. Well, thank you. I know you're busy. Thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate it. Thank you're you. just the best. <laughs> Thanks for the opportunity. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Cash Valley Insider. For more conversations, listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever podcasts are found.